0: This is the Blaze Radio On Demand.
1: The IRS is the most feared agency in the world. You've heard ads from other companies offering to help taxpayers only if they owe over $10,000. Here at Platinum Tax Defenders, we're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and we're proud to be one of the only tax firms in the country who understands that people who owe less than $10,000 need help just as badly. The IRS doesn't care how much money you owe they'll still garnish your wages and even seize your assets. So whether you owe just a few thousand dollars or hundreds of thousands, call now for your free tax consultation. If you qualify, we may even be able to reduce your tax debt down to a small fraction of what you owe. So don't wait until the IRS seizes your property and garnishes your wages. Call 800-579-4967 and get your tax problem resolved once and for all. That number again is 800 579 Four nine six seven, eight hundred five seven nine four nine six seven.
0: To Pat and Stu. Hi. 727 seven, Beck. This is Jeffy, by the way. Uh, Hi. In for Stu. Uh, Stu is sick. the sniffles. Yeah. Oh, yes, I don't know what, but uh, second day in a row. I mean, who's right? out for two days? Come Nobody. On
2: now. Nobody. Well, maybe if he's that sick, you know what? Call the CDC and let's see what's wrong. <laughs> I mean, the wife posted a picture of her and the kids with masks on. Yeah, I'm guessing if your family has to walk around the house with masks on, Call the CDC. I had
0: leprosy once. I was out for
2: half a day. (laughs) Well, you're a man. That's right. You're a man.
0: That's right. It's exactly right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I had a 24-hour brain tumor. I was out for 15 minutes. Uh,
2: (laughs) You are so much tougher than I even gave you credit for. Right?
0: Right. That's that's unbelievable. I lost both my legs once. I still hobbled in. Didn't miss a didn't miss a second of the show. You know, that's actually almost true. It almost damn is.
2: years of working. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Uh, why Megan Kelly is uh, leaving Fox News? She kind of explained it last night. This is why she's uh, leaving Fox News for NBC.
3: Finally tonight, a personal and professional note from me to you. Oh. After more than a dozen years at Fox News, I have decided to pursue a new challenge. This was a tough decision for me because I love this show, our staff, my crew, my colleagues here at Fox, and you, all of you. Oh, thank you. Those who write me the lovely handwritten notes asking about mm-hmm. my kids, and even those who very rarely complain on Twitter I didn't ask about, kids about our that. coverage after a mm, show. Or a presidential debate. Now, I don't actually know most of you, so perhaps it's not true love, but it's the kind what? of feeling that makes one feel connected to another human being. Wow, that hurts. And that that hurts, after it's all not true is why love. I believe here we'll human connection.
2: Well, that's the first the I truth
0: heard
2: of is, I thought she was I seriously in love with us. In my life, I Guess not whatever.
3: In particular, when it comes to my children, who are seven, five, and three.
2: Wait, I mean, how many kids do you need, really?
3: So I'll be leaving Fox News Apparently at the weekend and starting a new adventure, mm-hmm. joining the journalists at NBC News, who I deeply admire. Mm-hmm. I'll be anchoring a daytime show there, along with a Sunday night news magazine. And you'll see me there on the big nights, too, for politics and such. And such. That's- I am very grateful to NBC for this opportunity. I and I am deeply out. thankful to Fox News for the wonderful 12 years I have had here. Mm-hmm. I have grown up here, and been given every chance a young reporter could ever ask for. The Murdoch family has been kind and good to me at every turn, and my colleagues are like a second family to mm-hmm. me. So mm-hmm. I will miss them, and this show, and you. Mm-hmm. See, and I hope she's... our human connection continues. She still loves us, albeit uh, over a different line. But
0: she's not she's in with us, so she doesn't. Thank know you for she's... watching. You're welcome. She's sad. So look at the way she's looking at me. And goodbye to this hellhole uh, is what was left on. Good riddance. I can't wait to get the hell out of here. Uh, you yeah, no kidding. Seriously, I, I, if she she was offered 25 million and said no, that's what I mean. That, we got that. The, that's the report. The, the report th- is that Fox offered her 25. 25 million. million dollars a year to stay, and she said no. I think,
2: and, and I think you know, it's a, it's a good spin saying that uh, you know she turned it down. It wasn't all about the money. And, you know, she wanted to be with their family. But it's more, I think, to the fact that we talked a little bit about even yesterday, I got to get out of here. I think it is. I got to get out of I, here. I, I don't it's got to be really tough.
0: I, she's, and there's been reports that uh, it's been really tough for her over yeah. there since, since the, the Trump thing because people worship Trump.
2: Wait, and, look at that in
0: the reaction. And she did not. She did not kneel down at the altar of Trump. Disrespected the president-elect. Shut up. Shut up in your disrespect. What are you, leftists? Since oh, yeah. when do you have to worship at the altar of the president? You don't. Don't give me that crap. Uh, do we respect the office? Yeah. Does that guy have any respect for anybody? No. Don't give me this respect of Donald Trump nonsense. Guys, respect has to be earned. He's never earned anybody's respect that I know of. I, he certainly hasn't earned mine. Uh, and I doubt he's earned Megan Kelly's. Uh, but now she's, she's leaving Fox. And I'm sure she's had enough of that place. And it's kind of interesting because I'm speculating now. May knew what Epiphany is. Yeah, we figured it out. That that the deal is she's going over to uh, replace Savannah Guthrie on uh, the Today Show. I think that's the daytime show she's doing. That would be tremendous for them. That would be tremendous. Matt Savannah. Lauer
2: and Megan Kelly? Savannah. Are you kidding me? Oh, you know, I'm sorry about that, Savannah. Uh, sorry, I, I, you know, I know you're going to fall in love with your kid. You, you know, know what we're going to have you do that. is
0: report on things. You can be a reporter. You'll are going still be part News. of the show. Yeah. Yeah. You'll still be, you know what? You, you you're having stuff. a baby.
2: Spend more time with your baby. You this would be great. Stuff. Lester will want you to do some stuff. Matt and well, Megan we'll will want you to do some stuff.
0: Twice a week. Don't worry about it.
2: we do a couple recorded segments for us. Yeah, it's a huge promotion for
0: her to, to weekends or, you know, once, <laughs> once or twice a week. And she, want, she gets to spend all that time with her baby. Right. Uh, which is healthy for everybody. And remember, it is once or twice. Heck, we might not even call. Right. And then you'll spend a lot more time so you'll be with fine. your baby. Tell you what, you can do future... Future projects. <laughs> That's my favorite line when people future leave. Future project. Uh, but don't worry, they'll still be around doing future projects that we're working on. And there's never a future project. Oh my project. gosh. No, we, we were signed to I think to four future projects. Uh, at Fox when we left. <laughs> oh, yeah. How many of those have yeah, yeah, we done? How many oh, future projects uh, have we done
2: so more far? More than. Uh, I mean, let's more? count
0: uh, all together. Uh, I mean, there was there the was one, the, and the, you know, and then the. And that one. Uh, none. There were no, no future <laughs> Zero. projects. It didn't happen. Zero. And it won't happen here either.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good bet. Yeah, I'd so be, that be That would be phenomenal. Tears. That That, would tear up the ABC morning shows. uh, Good
0: Morning America show.
2: It kills the cable shows. Oh man! Megan and Matt will be. They would be top of the.
0: It would be. That'd be huge. Yes. Now I, you know, I don't know if they want to get rid of Savannah Guthrie. I have no idea. But um, uh, that would be a great choice in a in a nice move. Good move for her and a good move for NBC.
2: Obviously, we don't want to get rid of Savannah.
0: (laughs) No, she's obviously wonderful. we don't want to get rid of somebody. Right. But somebody has to go. If that's why we Meghan. that's
2: why we brought in Katie Cork to fill in for her while she's having her baby here just right after the holiday for the new year.
0: I mean, that's threatening enough. And now you've got Megan Kelly coming over. she <laughs> if I was at NBC, I'd be a little nervous right now. Uh yeah. so Greta Van Sustren has already endorsed uh, a, th- a former colleague of hers to replace Megan Kelly and and she has endorsed and so if if it's got the Greta Van Susteren stamp of approval, stamp. forget it. It's over. Kimberly Guilfoyle is her replacement because that's who Greta so, said. I mean,
2: that's what she just said. She has the stamp. It's Greta.
0: <laughs> it's
2: Greta approved. Uh, Greta.
0: Okay, I will weigh in, uh, Greta said. I think Kimberly Guilfoyle would be a good choice for the Fox 9 p.m. She is smart and fun. Viewers love her. And not to mention quite quite lovely. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's she's really beautiful. And and that seems to be an important
2: uh, element at Fox. And she went on a tweet, too. The former news anchor wrote that Guilfoyle is a person whom both her colleagues and viewers love. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's great. We'll leave her where she's at. I don't really hear anything about Kimberly Guilfoyle. Gil- yeah. Do you? No.
0: I, I mean, there's no buzz on her. No. Uh, Shannon Bream is another one who's being discussed. I like her. I, I think she's really smart and and talented, and she's she she'd be a good replacement. I mean, you
2: even mentioned Jenna Lee. Oh,
0: well, I think Jenna Lee. Yeah, I don't. i long gone. Seems to have fallen out of yeah, favor. Yeah, I Fox. know. Uh, you know, she's she's gone in the way of Gretchen uh, uh, Carlson. Carlson. But Jenna's still on.
2: I know she's at least still on. I know she's still got a gig. She
0: still has a gig.
2: I know, but she did. She had to. She left for have the baby, right? She had yeah. the kid and there that. And when that happens, uh, yeah. you're gone. Have a nice day. <laughs> you're gone Moral of the box, story: it. If you're a female and want to be on, maybe top.
0: that's changed now that Rogers no longer there. I don't know, but uh, it seems like having a baby uh, puts you down the wrong ways.
2: That man, uh, that's where that could be. Yeah, that mm-hmm. might have been the Roger Ailes thing. Like that might have been. No, having a kid. No problem. Congratulations. Love your family. You're not going any farther here. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Uh, Although Megan did. So
0: some of the others named, at least in these uh, polls that have been taken online, uh, two, two Blaze uh, personalities, Dana Lash, who would be awesome in yes, that job. Would. We'd hate to lose her, of course, but she would be awesome in that job. And, yes, uh, and, and uh, Tommy uh Tommy Lahren. Tommy Lahren. Uh, was second in the mediaite poll after uh, Laura Ingram. And and Tommy, you know, is only 24 years old, but she has such an incredible social media yes, she following.
2: Does. And she's the, last one, she's the last time she was in New York for her... For oh, her uh, I'll tell you, uh, she's uh, on fire. This nice interview? Yeah, they, I mean, they, she was a rock star. Yeah, she's on fire. So, you know, maybe they
0: maybe they take that leap. Uh, and, and Either on, one of them would. Either one would of them would be, be great. Yes, it would be. Then it there's a Laura Ingram and Dana Perino and... And uh, a bunch of uh, Martha McCallum. Uh, I like her. She's she's good at Fox.
2: Uh, but you need somebody that's going to make an impact, right? Because you never. You, yeah. I always you know, like the old adage: is you never want to be the the guy that follows the star. You want to be the guy that follows the person the who follower. followed the yeah. star. Yes. <laughs> and so, unless you're going to make an mm. impact, unless you're going to come in and actually try to make an impact and be a little bit different, which and Laren,
0: Tommy would make. Right. She'd be that impact person, and yes, I think Dana would. would too. You know who else would?
2: Would Pat is Christina Pearson. Oh yeah, this, right? uh, yes, Katrina the uh, Pearson? Katrina, Katrina Pearson. Katrina Pearson, yeah. Katrina she Pearson put a stamp from the of Trump campaign. Difference on that time she slot. She really would. She really Man, would. And you wouldn't. You wouldn't know that it was a. You wouldn't soon show. forget
0: uh, that she's uh, yeah. full of crap. That would be fun um, to watch. That would be fun to watch. It, that will never happen. <laughs> I, and I, I think a lot of the guys that are being named, I, I don't think that'll happen. No way. it's not going to happen. You're going to follow up Sean Hannity with another guy. You, think you got Bill O'Reilly, Sean Hannity, then some other guy. No, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. So, um, also, Senators Tom Cruz, Heller, uh, Marco Rubio introduced a move. Senator a bill. Tom,
2: Cruise? We, we Ted Tom Cruz, we elected
0: Tom Cruz. Ted Cruz. Did I say Tom? Did uh, wow. I say Tom?
2: Uh, yeah, that's what. Okay, it Ted,
0: Ted Cruz. Uh, Senator Dean Heller and uh, Marco Rubio uh, introduced a bill to move the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem. Good. Uh, And it's about time. No kidding. It's about time. It is the capital city, after all. Um, The problem is the rest of the world doesn't really recognize that. They don't. So we stick the embassy in Tel Aviv. Uh, But the capital is Jerusalem. And we don't want to offend anyone by saying that. But it is the capital city of Israel. Uh, in a There's statement, a
2: everyone wants.
0: Uh, Ted Cruz said it was finally time to move the embassy. Jerusalem is the, is the eternal and undivided capital of Israel. Unfortunately, the Obama administration's vendetta against the Jewish state has been so vicious that to even utter this simple truth, let alone the reality that Jerusalem is the appropriate venue for the American embassy in Israel, is shocking in some circles. But it is finally time to cut through the doublespeak and broken promises, and do what Congress said should be, should, we should do in 1995, formally move our
2: embassy to the capital of our great Think of ally that. in Think Israel. of that. In 1995, Congress passed the Jerusalem Embassy I, and I Relocation Act. I didn't remember that. I, I I if I didn't knew that, either. I forgot it. So we were supposed to move the embassy to Jerusalem in 1995. And 20 years later, it still hasn't been done. And of course, they—you know—Trump said that he thought the uh, capital should be in Jerusalem. I mean, good, thank you. Let's move it.
0: Yeah. Why not?
2: Thank you. What's stopping us now? Let's go.
0: There's nothing stopping us now. Uh, Also, Ford has been bullied by uh, Donald Trump into canceling plans for a new plant in Mexico. (laughs) Instead, they're going to invest 700 million in in the U.S. Now, I like that. See. But I don't know if that's the president's job to bully uh, American manufacturers. He used the word bully. I, I, d- no, I
2: did use the, the word bully. Why would you use a, such a harsh because word? They only were, because it's what happened. They were talked uh, to and extended the hand of President-elect Trump to look at things differently. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so they're canceling plans to invest $1.3 billion in new manufacturing plants in Mexico instead... They'll invest $700 million to expand production here. Huh.
2: So, wait a minute. They were going to invest $1.3 I mean, billion. that is
0: a good thing,
2: you know? I, I don't like the way it happened. Million, so, somebody gets an extra few hundred million just sitting there. That million goes million. into somebody's they're pocket. Right? I'm yeah, not I'm sure who. Couldn't be Donald Trump. Um, That's bribery and stuff. But it could, Right. Yes. For tax <laughs> stuff. That couldn't happen. But
0: Ford CEO Mark Ford Fields CEO. Uh, gave an interview to CNN. Uh, where he discussed the reasoning behind this the decision. He was asked, are you canceling the plans to build this huge plant in Mexico because of the president-elect? And he said, uh, when we make decisions like this as a company, we look at, first, we do what's right for our business. Right. This makes sense for our business. Right. Why weren't you planning that in the beginning then? Why, <laughs> why? If it made sense for your business, why, why wasn't this the Cause initial plan? Because they had plan? looked at all the factors, including uh, okay. the things that... Uh, he just you know, reminded them that they've got... Uh, property here in america they can invest in it's literally a vote of confidence uh uh, around some of the pro-growth policies that he's been outlining and that's why we make this decision to invest here in the u.s
2: good that's amazing good good that is amazing i tell you he pressed on about uh specific policies that might help ford uh tax policies regulatory policies trump talked many times about lowering corporate tax rates significantly Mm -hmm. make it more appealing
0: i'm actually for for those i'm actually for those moves Uh, uh, those are great moves but threatening companies with uh taxes and and uh tariffs and all of those kinds of things so that you can get them to do what you want i don't i'm not for those particular policies and that seems to be the policy of this guy he's not even in office yet and already he's bullying these companies into doing See, what he wants you go them to do. using that word
2: again. He's making, making them look, <laughs> look at, at things, look, a, look at different things a different way. Look a different way. Different
0: perspective. All right. Uh, let's take a positive look then, too, towards <laughs> self-reliance. And we'll do that with My Patriot Supply. Oh, nice. uh, you can get prepared for any emergency that comes along. And this is a great way to kind of get started and get prepared for almost any emergency with great tasting food that lasts up to 25
2: years. You can get four weeks of easy-to-prepare food for only $99 plus free shipping. And, you know, don't be like me, even me. I sit here, we do these commercials, and mm-hmm. every time we do the commercials, I think to myself, I've got to order some more. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough. I've got to order some more. I don't have enough. And I never do. Don't do that.
0: Yeah, it's its so easy to store. Uh, we've got it in one of our rooms upstairs, and, and its it's well over a year's worth, and it just takes up. Uh, the space on one back wall. I mean, it's, it's just a, an amazing product. Tastes really good. And you don't get the you don't get the bull weevils all through the containers of wheat and barley and rice and beans. Nobody's ever had that. <laughs> like, what you, like uh, yes, I, I Nobody, actually have. Nobody's ever done that. Uh, preparing the old-fashioned way. <laughs> this is really the way to go. And you can do it all in one fell swoop. Or you can get a month at a time. And you can do it by calling 888-411-5290 or at preparewiththeblaze.com. Hi, it's Pat and Stu uh, with Jeffy, 888-727 back, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Uh, this, this Hollywood celebrity thing, um, it, telling Congress, all of a sudden, They're all over the fact that Congress should stand up to the president of the United States. In fact, we demand it. Well, not now, but after January 20th. (laughs) Then Congress should stand up. Look at this. This is unbelievable. Dear members of Congress.
1: Dear members of Congress. Dear members of Congress. Dear members of Congress. I'm mad.
3: Flabbergasted. Furious.
2: Concerned
1: for my children. I'm worried for everyone. The majority of Americans, regardless of who they voted for, did not vote for racism, for sexism, or for xenophobia. And yet Donald Trump won.
0: And since he won, hate crimes are rising.
1: Women have been attacked in his name. People of (laughs) color attacked. In his name. Wait a second. Are are the they us Stop. Stop for a second.
0: Stop for a second. Let's address that. We to have to go with. through the points. Come on. When the hell has that happened? That women and people of color have been attacked in his name? In the name of Oops. Donald Trump, the name I of attack Trump. you. What? That, what?
2: You will pay what? your tax to the king? The name
0: of Trump? What? The, when did that? I missed those stories. Uh, but apparently <laughs> they're all over You've I, seen I, nothing about. I, I th- have I've not. seen nobody attacked in the name of I have, Trump. I have
2: not. I'm sorry to say I have not. I apologize if there has been, uh, you know, oh, Trump God. warriors. These are the same scumbags,
0: absolute disgusting scumbags, who ignore the fact that radical Islamists blow people up and kill people in the name of Islam. They won't say anything about that, but now they're making up. People attacking others in the name of Trump, and, and, and they'll try to,
2: to uh, start that ball rolling down the hill? And not only are uh, they attacking wow. in the name of Trump, the attacks have gone up. <laughs> okay?
0: What? What? If there's one, Come on. it's gone up. Because no one was attacking anyone in the name of Trump before. So (laughs) let's uh, see the rest of this. It's unbelievable. Hate crimes are rising. Women
1: have been attacked in his name. People of color
3: attacked in his name. You represent us in Congress. You are our last line of defense.
1: So here's what we ask of our elected officials. No, here's what we demand to the extent that Trump pursues racist, sexist, anti-immigrant, anti-worker, anti-Muslim, anti-Semitic, anti-environmental policies. We demand that you vigorously oppose him. We demand that you block nominees who threaten the rights of women. The LGBT community, people of color, immigrants, and the poor.
3: And we want you to know that we are with you. you. As long as you do that stuff. We won't remain silent.
1: We won't remain silent. We won't remain silent. We'll work harder to mobilize our votes. And our communities.
3: But we need you. And we expect you to have our backs.
1: To protect our civil liberties Mm. and to use your congressional powers. To obstruct. To obstruct. Obstruct. (laughs) Obstruct. Defeat anything. 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 Anything that violates our core values as diverse Americans. Signed. Our core the majority, values. the majority, the majority, the majority, the majority, no. not the, the majority.
0: majority of the American people. No, you, you don't represent the majority of Americans.
2: Our core values as diverse wow. Americans. Wow, that is unbelievable. Do you have core <sighs> values as a diverse American? No. Because the majority of no, people I do. I don't, I don't. The majority of people do, and they were robbed. <laughs> they were robbed because the majority of people. They're going to they're gonna oppose any nominee who... Who uh,
0: goes after uh, women no nominees are going after women, but they they won 't oppose anybody who goes after killing babies that 's perfectly fine. Kill all the babies you want any nominee to the u s Supreme Court who sanctions the continual holocaust of babies in this country they 're totally okay with that, so just continue that uh, slaughter uh, in in perpetuity that 'd be great uh, that it makes you hard it makes it really hard to watch. Any movies it or television sure shows when I'm these surprised uh, idiots are saying this kind of oh, stuff and man. doing these kinds of campaigns. It really it hurts makes it
2: really hard.
0: Do you remember the I pledge campaign? Yes. I pledge. I pledge to support pledge. my president, the pr- President Obama. They pledged their support to Obama, and and all of a sudden they want a do nothing Congress. They they want to obstruct. They want to oppose. Uh, when he hasn't even proposed anything yet. <laughs> He's not even in office yet. And they're already demanding that Congress oppose and obstruct. Wow, that's, uh, that's astounding stuff. <laughs> Absolutely astounding. Sally Field, Rosie Perez, Steve Buscemi... Uh, and a whole bunch of other people that I, I don't know who they are.
2: Oh, the, um, one, the one, the one uh, actor, I want to see who he is, had the really fluffy white jacket on or something. What was that? I don't know. I mean, it's really, I got to go back I, and, look and see know. what type of animal was used to make that. <laughs> wow, that's hard to watch.
0: This is going to be hard to hear. It is. You know who's sick? He's not doing well right now. Charles Manson.
2: Oh, no, I thought you were going to... Oh, boy. Oh, no. And there he
0: is. Look at Oh, look no, at Charlie. Man, Char- Chuck's Charlie. Not, Chuck's not doing well. Uh, 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 looks like the the uh, uh, swastika uh, uh, tattoo is still in place, so that's good. Well... <laughs> right between I his mean, eyes.
2: It's, a, you know,
0: <laughs> it's not
2: quite as uh, prominent <laughs> as it was before.
0: No, I think it is.
2: No, nah, it, it used to jump out at you. <laughs> now you kind of have to look for it. Uh, Barely. I mean, you see the face, and you go, "Is that a?" See, before you mm-hmm. used to just see the face and go, "Oh, Swastika." Yeah, it, maybe it's maybe it's
0: faded a little bit. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, one of the support, uh, one of the sources familiar with this situation said he was seriously ill. Couldn't provide any details, though. He's apparently been taken to the uh, California State Prison Hospital, and uh, he's he's not doing well. Oh no! Not doing well. Oh no! It's- um he of course was obsessed with armageddon and uh said that a race war was was coming and he masterminded a series of murders that he hoped would spur the race war (laughs) failed musician nice of him manson believed several songs on the beatles white album notably helter skelter also predicted a racial clash have you ever looked at the words of Helter Skelter? It's, it's about like an amusement park or something. It's not about race war. <laughs> it's it's well, that's weird.
2: The, I mean, that's the trick to it, right? That's the, that's the trick the Beatles did. Oh, okay. They make you okay. think. They make you think the it's sum, about yes. an amusement park. So you because, look at the lyrics in the White Album and you go, see, it's about an amusement I'm park. I'm going to
0: look this up real quick but and deep deep see if I can find. Deep inside the meaning of the lyrics. Deep inside, you uh, find race war. Okay, when I, I think there's a London park and there's a ride at the park or something named Helter Skelter. And here's the words, here's the lyrics of the song. When I get to the bottom, I go back to the top of the slide where I stop and I turn and I go for a ride till I get to the bottom and I see you again. Do, don't you want me to love you? I'm coming down fast, but I'm miles above you. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Come on, tell me the answer. You may be a lover, but you ain't no dancer. Helter Skelter.
2: Oh, my God. I was going to tell you not to say Helter Skelter because now I want to be involved in a race war. <laughs> when you hear all the lyrics together, thought, that's all you think uh, about is race you, war. you got to have a squastica
0: between your eyes to really right? get the uh, race war significance out of that song. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm
2: sorry, Charlie's doing bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's I'm really, sorry he's doing it's, bad. It's a darn shame. Uh, all right, let's move like on. you don't. <laughs> like, you don't really care.
0: No, let's take a moment to mourn. Okay, that's enough. But right. man, he's a No, but I, uh, I'm sure a fine, a fine, upstanding uh, serial killer. I, I'm sure he is. You're probably right, Jeffy.
2: Well, he's done a lot of time in prison. I mean, All right, let's, let's take a
0: moment. Okay, that's enough. Uh, more patents to it coming in just a second. He's
2: paid his, how much time <laughs> does a guy got to do in prison?
0: <laughs> well, he should have gotten the death penalty, but it's California, so... You know. But I mean, it's, it's almost fatal to his life. Will you, won't you, want me to make you? I'm coming down fast, but I... Uh, apparently there was kind of a uh, an awkward swearing in ceremony yesterday uh, at the Capitol building. Uh Paul Ryan stopped Kansas reps uh Kansas rep Roger Marshall's kid uh, from dabbing which is is that, that what Cam
2: Cam Newton does in yes. the end zone or Yeah so my, I know my daughter's been uh, He runs you know, for run 3 yards with and does some yes. celebration or Yes because he's the best. But that's what started it, I believe. Uh, and then uh, there's some I hate there's it. some YouTube some sensations,
0: that, the whole dab thing. And- Good golly, I hate it. <laughs> oh, I hate it. And, and for NFL players, can we act like we've been, you know, no. successful? No. That we we've scored a touchdown before, that we've... Tackled somewhat? Every tackle now. Oh, I hate that so much.
2: Has got to involve some sort of ritual. If we're yeah, if we're gonna go, down, we're
3: gonna go down, down
2: that road. The the sack or the, the stop the running back four yards behind the line of scrimmage. Almost and any play. And then get up and jump like you've yeah. like the Super Bowl has been won. Yes. Stop it. Stop. I mean, come you on. You made a tackle. Good for you for doing your job. I uh, it's I can't.
0: It's it's crazy what's what's going on in the NFL now. Just you know, tackle somebody, go back to the huddle, pretend like it's happened before. Maybe <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, here's what happened with Paul Ryan at the swearing in yesterday.
3: Speaker, it's hey, Marlin? Is Marlin a dentist? Yes, it is. Larn, yeah, yeah, right. Right. My grandmother's from
0: Marlin,
4: oh, so it, I hold my hand up like. Yeah, that. you you look
1: at her right there. Okay. Thank okay. you. All right.
2: Weird. I mean, really weird. Stupid. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, my daughter's nine. That kid is... Uh, first of all... Sixteen. You know, <laughs>
0: I don't know. Stop it. I don't know. But Stop that's, it. That is inappropriate, I think. What are you doing, it's kid? A, just a tad. And Paul Ryan didn't know what the hell he was doing, either. Like, what are you he doing? had no idea. Uh, you're the,
2: sneezing, you're coughing, you're wiping your nose on right. your sleeve. What is,
0: what is going on here? Is that dabbing? Is he even dabbing there? Or I, was he sneezing I, in his sleeve? I don't know. That was just weird. I don't let's, know, maybe. Let's see that again. <laughs> yeah, please. Let's see that again, because that was peculiar, for sure.
2: Yes, it is. My grandmother's from Okay, so we got to have a Bible, a Bible.
1: Okay, you got your hand on a Bible.
2: Yeah, No, we...
0: Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You up, this your, your dad is being sworn in on the Bible, stupid. What are you doing? He laughs. Ah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> weird. Inappropriate. And Real yes, weird. And yes, quite awkward. Quite awkward. I don't. Uh, anyway, uh, apparently Roger Marshall, the representative being sworn in, uh, responded to people on Twitter. He said, just so you know. He's grounded. Yeah, it's well, uh, funny and and probably not true.
2: Uh, I mean, probably but, absolutely not true and, and funny. And the kid is you know like I said, is, is looked a little old to be doing a, a mm-hmm. little prank like that. I mean he knows mm-hmm. where he's at. Mm-hmm. And, or you, should you know what you're, you know what you know what's going on? Uh-huh. All right, don't Just act there. like you own the place when uh, you, don't. No, you don't. You don't own the place, and you, you do need a little bit of respect.
0: I will say time, though, that's. That's this generation. Yes, it is. They act like they own every place. I mean, I, I, I notice that when kids come over to my house, they don't act the way I did when I was going over to other people's houses when I was that age. You know, and I, I know that sounds like my dad. I know it sounds like somebody's grandfather. <laughs> but it's true. But it's true. It is true. I mean, and- I didn't act like I owned other people's homes when I went over to them. I would never run around somebody's house. Um, whether their parents are there or not, but especially if the parents are there, run around up up and down the stairs, run in, grab things out of the refrigerator, <laughs> take things off the shelf and look at them and handle stuff and walk through the house alone without your friend with you. I, I, there's Today, they don't care. They're in the bedrooms. They're running up and down the stairs. They're taking things out of the refrigerator. It's like, did anybody teach you respect? They don't. For other people's no, places did not. and spaces? Oh, that's, oh, no.
2: That's, that's just Billy. Just let him go. He's just playing. He's not doing anything. It's crazy.
0: I. I it's it's unbelievable to me. I people have these kids. There's kids. Today, kids today. Damn kids today. But remember. But remember they don't have any someone, respect.
2: Going into someone's house and you you wanted you were there to see <laughs> your friend. hmm You've never been there before. You open up the door and the mom, and you say, hey, I'm Jeff, you know, I want to hear, I want to hear to see Billy. And you step in the door. Oh, yeah, come on in. Uh, I, right. Come on in, he's upstairs. And you step yeah. in the door. You stay right there. You stay right there until you're told otherwise. <laughs> uh, you yeah. were allowed in the house, and you weren't allowed to be wandering around or following mom. Right. Or following. So what are you doing? I, I had. back there by that door. We've had kids. Uh, I, I, we I we had a next door kid. too.
0: Who walked into our house. Just opened the door and came in, went up the stairs, started wandering around our house. Ah. Didn't knock, didn't ring the doorbell, just entered. But he was your friend. So he was okay. a next door neighbor. He was one of the one of the one of my kids' friends. That's fine. But my kids weren't with him. He hadn't told anybody he was coming over. He just oh, man, entered and started turn... walking around our house. Again,
2: I, again, I know it's, it's a couple it's, of grandpas talking on the, uh, on yeah, the front porch. But part. it's inconceivable to me. It is. It really is
0: inconceivable. And I keep using that word, and I don't think it means what I think it means. Uh, but it's
2: this generation's this millennial or whatever they are. Yeah, I don't know about this. I know that's completely uh, out of control. I watched a thing from completely out of control. I watched a video with Simon Sinek over the holidays. It was like a fifteen or twenty minute video, and that it was had fascinating been agonizing. about millennials. It was fascinating. Now, his explanation of millennials, mm-hmm. fantastic, Simon, really? you're right on. It, I bought it and hundred uh, percent. But then he goes on to talk about how it's the businesses. Responsibility to watch them and grow them to take, and take care of them, them now, right? Yeah, businesses, it's, yes. He, so he's, not he's not taking the, that responsibility
0: take, from the government and giving it to look, private businesses. We're,
2: we're sorry, we're sorry, we're there. They're your responsibility. Nope, sorry, I, I, sorry, I, I, sorry Simon. I'm not going no. to step into that.
0: I mean, that's crazy, that is absolutely nuts. Oh, well. And he, he does understand, you were saying earlier, that he does understand the fact that these kids were given. Participation and trophies. He's calling that a
2: raw deal. They're yeah. given a raw and, deal, and 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 they're absolutely giving a raw so deal. So the, so they've been, and they've given they've the the what now? I want it now. incorrect I, I want principles. it now with the phones yeah. and the computers. And they have it. And they, they got it. They got the they got the participation trophies, which he has even quoted the studies that uh, you know say how that is even worse than not getting the trophy. Oh, a lot worse. Come on. And uh, a lot worse. And he he went on, and he and it was talked about it all that right now generation the whole millennial thing and the uh, the universities and the safe spaces and the you know whatever you do you've got to make a difference and you've got to step forward but you know no matter what now we're at they're in your shop they're in your they're in your business and you know what you got you so you're gotta supposed work to do that. what for them what does he you're recommend to take care of them
0: yeah so okay let let because they've had everything handed to them their whole life now it's for instance, Microsoft's job, to hand them high-powered and help, positions. Yes, and
2: help, them, and help them, you know, stabilize.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> ridiculous. Ah, that's insanity. Simon, come on now. It's insanity. Uh, but that's, again, that's where we are. With even, you know, some of our big philosophers of the day uh, believing things like that and telling people things like that. Like, it's business responsibility... To take care of the bad job parents did with their kids? No. That's uh, not the responsibility. The responsibility of businesses is to provide jobs for people and make money. That, that's the responsibility of a business. So funny that you and you do good along the, the way.
2: I, I was just thinking over the holidays that one of my daughter's friends in the neighborhood came in and I opened the door. It made me think about going inside someone's house and waiting to be told to go upstairs or right. having whoever you know, Come around the corner of the top of the upstairs, or in the basement, or whatever. Come on, mm-hmm. uh, and you just, you know, you were going to wander around, and a neighbor kid came in. And I said, yeah, okay, I'll go get, you know, I'll go get Maya, and off she starts running. I'm like, what? uh, no. <laughs> Did you say something? Yes. Yeah, good. Uh, no. Good. Hey, I tell you what, I want you to just sit right there until Maya comes. All right. <laughs> Yeah, they don't
0: have any respect. <laughs> Zero. It's I it's mean, amazing. I,
2: it's all it is, it is. just a little bit of respect. I'm not saying you have to be yeah. perfect or no, right. anything like that. But I mean, people deserve that. Uh huh. People deserve that. Other mm-hmm. human beings deserve that.
0: Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. You're not just gonna get bit. it though. More Patton stew with uh, Jeffy just coming up. Just a up little here. bit.
2: hmm. I mean, that's. Trust me, I've said that a lot in my life. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Pat Stu, darn the luck, darn the luck, Stu is still home with the sniffles, mm-hmm. man, do we wish him well, anyway, in uh, Massachusetts, this man of Massachusetts has a great idea, pay for a bag, mm-hmm. put the weed in, sell marijuana, without actually selling marijuana, here you go, in Massachusetts, possession of marijuana is legal, but selling it is not. Oh, so you you have to pay for the bag, and then you get what's in it for free. Okay, right. is that the loophole? That's, that, that's the loophole. Now, first of uh, all, it's not supposed to go into effect until next year, okay. which is you know, <laughs> oh, so you're still kind of illegal. But the man, according to uh, the local news there, uh, Corey Hampton, selling the empty bags <laughs> plus the free gift. He's selling it on Craigslist. That's free gift. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, that's funny. That's good stuff. It's funny. Now it's wrong, but it's funny. Look, what do you mean it's wrong? It's, I, it's, it's, I mean it's, it's, it's wrong. American it's, ingenuity right here trying funny. to find a way to make a living. Yeah. Okay, so he believes it's legal obviously. I mean, he's fighting it. Now, he's the district attorney David Sullivan says, "Look, the ads are illegal. It's it's illegal to sell marijuana in Massachusetts uh, until the ballot initiative obviously. But the law allows citizens to gift marijuana up to 1 ounce, but the gift cannot be advertised publicly." So, uh you know, you can't, mm-hmm. it's the ads. I get them for the ads. But what a tremendous mm-hmm. idea. And man, you got to come on. I mean, <laughs> this is American ingenuity right here, trying to find a way to buy, buy the, the bag, bag for $12, and then you get an ounce for
0: free. Well, right? I think the bag would probably cost a little bit more, a little than, more than $12. A little more than $12? I mean, little more, more than probably. $12? How much is, how much is a uh, ounce of marijuana? I have no idea. I look at you like you... you might know. You know, because it's ah, That's just, embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, you're knowledge expands uh, wow. over a
2: wide range oh, of topics i, I, I mean, thought maybe that was one of them i certainly do not know the price mm-hmm. of an illegal drug okay okay so we talk about uh your the highway in houston mm-hmm. the 20 the lane, Katie freeway right? 20 lanes yeah, it's is 24 that, okay 24 because here in in uh dfw one of the ones that uh that we drive on every day is like 16 i think or 17. The 114, part of it, yeah, yeah. One mm-hmm. of it is 16 or 17 lanes, yeah. and once in a while, going both ways, uh, with the feeder, with the feeder lanes, and, and they've expanded uh, they a few of them, and
0: including this one, yeah. But they've expanded some others that are pretty big now, but they're not 24
2: like the one in Houston. And it's and you think if you're not mm-hmm. familiar with the road or not drive the area, it's kind of sounds overwhelming, but really it's pretty. Everything moves pretty good. Mm-hmm. Everything moves pretty good, and you do get backed up during drive time. But uh, we have some drone footage that they captured uh, in um, in China that uh, they claim is fifty lanes. <laughs> fifty <laughs> lanes. I don't know that it's fifty lanes, but it is a lot of lanes. Whoa, a lot look of at, lanes. Look at that. Now this is this crowd is coming back from one of their holidays, and they're feeding into uh, into the into their tolls. Which slows them down, of wow. course. But I mean, you got to have a toll. You can't expect to drive on a road with, paid for by the government without paying a toll. Right. But, I mean, look that, at that. tell oh, me geez. that. How'd you like to be on that bad boy? Uh, oh no. God. Are those
0: all, those lanes are all going one direction and these are going the other? Is yeah. that what that is? Because that's the only way you get to 50 there, but wow. Yeah, yeah, both ways would have to be the only way to 50, right? That is right? unreal. <laughs> Well, when you've got a nation of you know 1.4 billion people, I, I guess you're going to have some fairly sizable, sizable freeway jams, and you'd have to have large freeways like 50 lanes. Yeah, you if, would. If you're going to move traffic, right?
2: Yeah, you would, and it
0: would be. Uh, um... Jeez, that is something else. I mean, I, I thought the one, I thought I-10, the Katy Freeway, was the widest freeway in the world, but apparently not. not if that's 50 lanes because that wow that's incredible
2: <laughs> that's incredible okay so um it's still you know the new year i know we can't say happy new year anymore because no. it's too late now moratorium on that it's now. too late now. i mean today is what the fourth, fourth and yeah, it's too late too you late. can't say happy new year no national championship is the ninth though so i still say that's the that's the deadline the national championship is not tonight the ninth the night that's yes. the deadline okay okay that is not the deadline
0: yeah yesterday
2: was so in in 2016 we can still do some recapping of 2016 all right go ahead all right and it was the year of trigger warnings and Mm -hmm. safe spaces Mm -hmm. and uh, microaggressions so Mm -hmm. national review came up with a few of the best ones uh a college had to provide counseling and a safe space because some students were so upset that a couple of their classmates were drinking tequila and wearing sombreros at the same time.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. That's Is that uh, appropriating someone's culture?
2: Students threw a tequila-themed birthday party where some attendees that wore racist. sombreros. Oh, those was racist. It was explicitly not a fiesta oh, or no. Mexican-themed party. But apparently people mm-hmm. drinking tequila and wearing sombreros at the same time is offensive. <laughs> that is unbelievable. <laughs> Did they get, they got counseling though? Yes. Yeah, they need to get some. Yeah, because the students, plenty of students offended. Uh, Number two, students uh, created a healing space. Okay. uh, To recover from a speech that they didn't even attend. Well, did they know about the speech? Thank you. Yeah. Students at the University of California, Los Angeles, created a healing space to recover from the pain of having Ben Shapiro speak on their campus, even though the speech had oh, no. happened three months ago. But they didn't allow him to be on the campus, did they? Well, that's part of the problem. Right well, there. his was negative
0: vibes—his right? negative vibes still lingered three months later. That's what happened there, and so of
2: course they need a healing space. Yeah, there was the war on Harambe, the gorilla, right. More than one college band references to the late great Harambe and just because a child fell into his lair, uh, his territory. His
0: territory. He, he should have been allowed to kill that child if he wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And the mom. He should have been the mom should have been thrown in there and
2: killed. But any negative remarks mm-hmm. regarding Harambe, all right, yep. were direct attacks on the campus's African American community. Now, how is that possible? What is that about? I mean, that's the racism.
0: Yeah, isn't that that's the racism? That's the racism, right? Yeah, nobody's calling anybody apes or harambe
2: to say something like that. That's unbelievable. That is racist. It sure is. A poster wow. at Florida State University warned students that harambe Halloween costumes were cultural appropriation. Appropriating the culture of the ape? The harambe is, it... is not a culture. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just wanted to remind you of that. Thank you. Harambe is not a culture. Not a culture. No. So,
0: well, I then it would it... be okay to
2: appropriate yeah, no. his non culture. No, don't it? do that. Okay. No, you don't want to do that anymore. All right. No. And the best and brightest: a Harvard kid declared benches to be a racial issue. No, benches is not a code word here. I'm literally talking about actual benches as the things people sit on in parks. Privileged checking became problematic you know social justice warriors are always telling you check your privilege to see how problematic you are well according to an op-ed by a student at the university of california mm-hmm. privilege checking is also you're not supposed to be, you're not supposed to
0: do that <laughs> wow i'm gonna need a safe space right now i'm gonna i'm gonna walk over here and try to do a little <laughs> healing because that that hurt me
2: Wow. It did? Yeah. All right. The whole thing, no.
0: with Jeffy today, triple eight seven two seven 727 back, eight 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 seven two beck Glenn had a tender tale of love and oh. romance, uh, just the, the sweet story about how Woodrow Wilson met his wife, the woman who faithfully stepped in and acted as de facto president when Woodrow had a stroke late in his oh. second term. Uh, it's a lucky enough to have her. Lucky enough to have her, strong woman who stepped in and acted as president, even though she'd not been elected as such. It's a beautiful story.
4: And here it is for you. So now we go to 1913. And guess who's just become the president of the United States? Blinky. And uh, he goes to the White House, and he meets with President Taft, who I think is the fat one with the bathtub, right? That was Taft, wasn't it? I think so. So... The fat guy with the bathtub, he's meeting with Woodrow Wilson, and he introduces him to somebody that will change Woodrow Wilson's life. Make him do a big, the White House physician. Nobody knows that Woodrow Wilson is um, sick. And Taft had liked Grayson. He was the, um, the physician on the presidential yacht. Uh, the Mayflower. Um, and then he, Taft said, he's great because I've gotten stuck in the bathtub a couple of times and he put cocoa butter on me and I, he slipped me out. He's great. He knows what he's doing. And so Wilson likes him. Um, and Grayson likes him because he was a progressive and saw him as a man of science, a man of learning and a man of action. And uh, so Grayson becomes a close confidant. The physician at the White House becomes a close relied upon confidant of the president. Grayson, at the same time that Wilson was seeing, I can trust this man, Grayson was noticing, I don't think the president is in tip top health. He's always complaining of stomach ailments and he's always got headaches and he's always exhausted. And so Grayson, you know, um, did what every doctor does, which I think, because I've heard it from have you tried exercising? No, I haven't tried exercising. Look at me. Do I look like somebody who's tried exercising? No, don't say it again or I'll find another doctor. He says, you should exercise. Man, when I die, I'm gonna have a conversation with God about that whole exercise thing. But um, you should exercise and you should go on long horseback rides, which is not exercise, I just like to point out. And he says, you have to to go out, get some fresh air, exercise. He's getting so sick that he's taken the doctor with him to church. So people must've been really quite stupid. I mean, you're going to church with your wife And your physician, oh, okay. So he's going to church all the time. But it turns out that it's not Woodrow that gets sick. It's Ellen, his wife. Now, they said that she also had nervous exhaustion. So she has been carrying the weight of the family, carrying the weight of Woodrow. She's got kidney disease now and she doesn't make it. She dies um, in 1914. Now, have we ever had a president? I mean, not in our lifetime. Um, How many presidents have lost a spouse? Um, But Woodrow Wilson did. And I would imagine that that took a toll on the nation. Maybe it didn't back then as much as it does now, but here's this couple that had been together for a long time, raised daughters, and and now she passes away and um, he's single. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> he is he's not exactly what you would call um, a good guy. When she was really sick, he said, you know what, honey? Uh, doctor says we both need to rest. So why don't you stay here? I'm going to the Bahamas or Bermuda. Oh. oh, okay, thanks, Woody. So he goes to the beach, and now this picture this in your mind. Slow motion, Woodrow Wilson walking down on the beach. Good luck, right? He meets somebody there, Mary Peck. Oh my, ooh, you're so tall and lanky and creepy looking and um, she falls in love with him he falls in love with her and they become pin pals you know what we should publish on glenbeck.com we should put some of those letters because (laughs) they're beautiful so he continues to be the president and go on and mourn for his wife and of course (laughs) <laughs> go to church, because he's a good church-going guy. But now he's on the prowl for a new wife. <laughs> I mean, my wife has been dead for like three weeks. <laughs> when do I have to stop mourning? He is introduced to Edith Galt. She's a friend of Wilson's cousin, who is still dressed in black and mourning and living in Washington, D.C. And Wilson is like, psst, who's the hot Edith, babe? And Grace and the doctor's like, uh, that's a friend of, that's a friend of mine. Oh, well I wouldn't mind it if she stopped by the White House where I could meet her. She, Happens to pop by the White House with, with um, Wilson's cousin, and they are introduced. And it, it, he, she describes that they had come in, and uh, he and Grayson, Wilson and Grayson had just been golfing. He golfed more than President Obama, like an extraordinary amount of golfing, like he had to play like three games a day practically. But that's a different story. He had just called from, come back from the golf course, and Edith later described him as looking like he has was dressed in golf clothing that a blind man had made so he's extra hot at this moment and he walks up hi i'm woodrow wilson oh you're dreamy and it's love at first sight and um, he says why don't you come around sometime i could tell you boring stories and." be kind of spooky as I leer at you. And uh, so they decide to have lunch. Uh, They have more lunches. Um, And um, he decides to propose. Now, Wilson was born into a family in Virginia. And um, he was born into a family that, you know, was in the clan, But who wasn't back then? Right? Am I right? And so, I'm just guessing, you know, on the wedding list, he wasn't asking for sheets. His family had a lot of them. Um, And so they decide to get married. She's a little... um, She's in some ways a little spooky and perhaps even more spooky than... Um, than he is in some of his beliefs. Remember, this is the progressive era, so they're, they're weeding out the undesirables. Um, he invites Edith to see a new movie premiere, and it's the, it's the premiere of a brand new movie, and it is epic. It is the first big, big screen adventure, and it's called Birth of a Nation. And Woodrow Wilson is going to impress Edith by telling her, you know what? This is inspired on my work because I wrote a five-volume series that is so exciting on American history. And it tells in volume five the history of the Ku Klux Klan. And I don't know if you know this, Edith, but they were good guys. They were the heroes of the South. Ah uh, no, but that sounds okay. <laughs> they go to the premiere, and it's the first movie ever to be shown in the White House. And it's D.W. Griffith, and everybody loves it, and racism is alive and well in the White House. He said it was like writing um, history with lightning. And his only regret... His only regret in writing it is that it's just also terribly true. He is the guy who is trying to boost the Klan's numbers because he has just resegregated the military. He has also resegregated the government. If you were working, if you were black and you were working in the government with white people, he put a stop to it. Well, Edith gets a package, and in it is a book, one of Wilson's favorites. And if you really want to ever woo a woman, men, listen up. You send her notes of rural life in France in peace and war. She thought, this guy is dreamy. I've got to catch him before he gets away. She was flattered, probably bored to tears, but flattered. And he invited her to the white house where he said, it's time to get really serious and marry me. She said, no, because she was concerned that it was going to hurt his You know, credibility with the American people because it had only been about a year since his wife died. Um, and he was supposed to still be in mourning. He asks her to marry him. He pops down on one knee on the portico and no one's around. And he says, Oh, Edith, Edith, I love you. And, um, She is trying to act surprised. She knows what's, I mean, you don't get a romantic book, a hot, steamy book like that not know. This guy is ready to propose. And she says, well, well, I don't know, Woodrow. He said, I need you. She said, well, you're still kind of mourning your wife. He says, I know, but Edith, I need you. Well, if I must give you an answer tonight, then the answer must be no. He says, well, you don't have to answer tonight. But don't answer me tonight. Think about it for a while. She was she was holding out, I think, because not only was he still supposed to be in mourning, but there was also some people around that she didn't like. Um, House, Colonel Edward House, which is a huge name in the progressive world. Really, really bad guy. Um, Uh, he was a good friend of Woodrow Wilson. And she knew she better make friends with House and try to win him over. So she invited him to tea. And they sat there for a while and she was smart enough to kind of make this House's idea somehow or another. She knew that House could derail the whole thing and she was concerned about how the DC society Ladies would think about this, the press and the the daughters of Woodrow Wilson, who, I mean, Ellen's still, you know, she's barely cold in her grave. And here's Wilson proposing. House says to her, I think, I think what this president is gonna do, not making this up, will be one of the greatest things since the coming of Christ. Wow, he's not hes not too high on uh, Woodrow Wilson. And he says, and he needs a strong woman standing next to him. And it's your destiny to hold in the palm of your hand, the wheel or the woe of the country. And I believe, Edith, you have the potential to help him be the great man of destiny he needs to be. Edith smiled and said, Oh, well, if you really think so. And they're married. Edith drove around the, um, the city. She finally ended up at the um, White House. So they get in the car, and um, House drops her off. And then he goes to the White House. He knows exactly what's going on, but he also knows Edith is dangerous and he doesn't approve. Nothing has changed for House. So he goes back and he says to Wilson's staff, who's Mary Peck? Mary Peck is the woman from Bermuda. He said, we need to tell the president That all of his letters to Mary Peck, which are, are going to be exposed. That Mary is going to expose all of those things, and she's gonna, she's she's threatening to sell them to the highest bidder, and you can't do anything because if you get married, (laughs) those things are exposed. Well, Woodrow Wilson heard that argument and was mainly concerned about Edith. And he went to Edith and he said, I have to tell you, I've been a dirtbag. I'm well, still a dirtbag, but I've been a dirtbag. I wrote these horrible you know, letters, but we never did anything. We're just friends. Um, and she believes him. And so he says, doesn't matter if they come out. I was in mourning. Maybe you could say I was a lunatic temporarily. I mean, it seemed to be going around. Um, And I'm gonna get married. So they get married. And this is where we begin our tale of the first lady and the first woman president.
0: 727 Beck, uh, fascinating story about uh, Edith
2: and Woodrow Wilson. It was actually I, I love that. Interesting, story. and, and yeah. it gets better too as as you know, becoming the first female president. Yeah, because very few uh, people know about her. Yeah, uh, and know know what happened after he had very a stroke. Deceitful. Oh yeah, yes. Very deceitful. And then we, she
0: ran the country for the last two yeah. years of his administration. Right.
2: Crazy. One Crazy. thing we did learn though. Uh, in that story, uh, she was a looker. She, she was a looker. I mean, it's know know no why, wonder he fell yeah. head over he, later. Even, even in, even, even when he Woodrow Yum. was supposed to still be in mourning. Uh, Too bad she can't replace Megan right? Kelly because whoa, right? I mean, would people love that? That right there is a good look. Yeah, uh, first of all, I love that look. That's a I, great I truly look. Don't mind that look. Actually, I kind of like it.
0: It's uh, it's stylish with and the, and top. Woodrow is looking. Uh, I know Woodrow's
2: the man with the top hat.
0: In addition head. to creepy, uh, very stylishly creepy,
2: I know. and uh, <laughs> so she is a matter of fact. She is. Uh, she's a babe. She is something.
0: It's a little pheasant hat, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I will say, photos of that time. Uh, they don't do a lot of people justice. No, they really don't. So they don't they do a, a lot, lot of people justice. However, help.
2: I will say that there have been some photos from that time that were you know considered. Um, Considered uh, pornography of the time, of the day. That's like, not bad. Anyway, go ahead, Pat. All right, I, I don't know what it is you're talking about, but okay. Um,
0: meanwhile, um, interesting story about a woman who was broadcasting um, live on Facebook. She was doing Facebook Live, and she collapsed, and apparently people could tell she was seriously in trouble. And eventually, thousands of people were watching, and almost nobody did anything. Wow. For 25 minutes, they watched this woman die. Um, uh, and as the woman's father said, it's amazing for somebody to sit there and see somebody or hear them take their last breath, and, and nobody does anything. Well, what is their... Uh, and I'm know. not sure if people thought it was a, a gag. Right. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe people just didn't realize it was real.
2: I mean, her uncle who watched the video reported she collapsed a few minutes in, and he could hear her struggle to breathe mm-hmm. while her infant son screamed. Um, word gets out quick in social media, so, you know, thousands started tuning into the stream. But, uh, you know, 30 minutes later, a Which friend is arrived to help. I mean,
0: what... what? What do you do? You Plus, send a message to somebody to say, "Hey, somebody
2: dying on Facebook. You got to see this. You should see. Yeah, you should check that's this out. Really creepy. That's really macabre. Yeah, that's looking at an accident, right? It's slowing down I to look guess, at it. Yes, I, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know what people. Now you're right. First of all, you're absolutely right, and I don't know that. Um, I don't know that I would tune in for long. <laughs> uh, if I, once I got, you know, once I saw the message, saw if you tuned in at all, it would be to maybe see if it's
0: real, and if you thought yeah. it was real, you would hopefully. Yeah. But what do you what do? You do?
2: But what do you do? You don't
0: know. Mm, I don't. know. If you, you don't know. know where she lives, I don't know right. what you, you do. You don't know where, I, where she I don't lives. Know. I don't know. Finally, a friend showed up 30 minutes uh, after this all began, and it was too late. She was already gone by then. I
2: mean, I guess Sad. I guess you I guess you direct message uh, Facebook and say, hey, this with you know direct message Facebook with the link, and they could you know contact the number but by that time in, you know she's yeah she's, she's gone yeah.
0: How, do you, how do you tune into something when you're not friends or following the person can you still get the link sure yeah, oh, yeah. so if somebody sends you a link you have to somebody sure, has you to could say you follow you know
2: hey check out what they're doing on Pat Gray's page so I go to your page
0: yeah but mine's public so you could do that but, well, for yeah, her, but like a private person show or whatever, right? okay yeah so it must she be she wanted people it was to public watch as well yeah oh, okay um, speaking of, uh, people dead and dying, uh, the question now in Hollywood is because of Carrie Fisher's oh, death yeah. and the upcoming star Wars movies. And she was supposed to be starring in them. What do they do now? Is it okay to CGI somebody into I mean, your movie? That was a big
2: deal before Carrie was uh homeboy from hunger games, right? Uh, Mr. Heroin overdose where they CGI'd him in the hunger. Right. Games, Right. Uh, right. You know, that was the, that was the deal. Right. And he, uh-huh. so, I mean, it's. Yeah, And they're getting better and better at it. Yes, I mean you look yes, at shows, are. and shows are honing it down. I mean shows, in particular, like The Walking Dead, are uh, cutting edge on the CGI. And the new and they're getting better and better and better. The new at Star it. Wars uh, Rogue One has t- right
0: a- two uh, examples of really that good pretty CGI. Good. You yeah. You- that's pretty good. I, I you know, I don't know if I was just not paying attention. Maybe I was too tired to notice. I I was like, how do they do that? Now nah, was something like And that, my son's really afterward. Well, yeah, it was CGI done. Right. Like, wow, you that could... was really good CGI. That was really good. Because uh, she looked great. And I thought I thought the general Of the Death Star. The same bad guy from the Death Star in 1977. (laughs) Same guy looking the same way. He's been dead for 22 years. He's had a lot of
2: plastic surgery.
0: That's what I was thinking. I don't know if that guy's made a pact with Satan. Or has he had plastic surgery? (laughs) He looks great. He's been dead for 22 years. (laughs) His whole performance was CGI. And then how did they do the voice? It's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing it to me. I, the technology is incredible. So, anyway, the, the death of Carrie Fisher has kind of reignited this, this debate. Should, should Hollywood bring actors back from the dead with CGI? Um, so why not? Uh, that potential raises moral and ethical questions. Is it explo- exploitative to capitalize on the likeness of a deceased actor? Should the family retain control over such usage and share in any profit? I, I would say probably yes. Well, I mean,
2: of course, you know, the answers are going to differ depending on the circumstances. Everybody's, everybody's going to be, uh, well, is, how long has she been dead? Does, who does the voice? Has she already? Did she sign the deal? I mean, Carrie had the deal right for uh, three more movies, and one was already <laughs> done. You said so. There was. There was I still, thought so. Anyway, there's yeah. still one missing, right, mm-hmm. from her deal. Um, so you know, you just you're not sure what what you're how you're going to answer and what the deal is. So while they've the- done this with Paul Walker though too, haven't they? Yeah.
0: Didn't they do this with Paul Walker in one of the uh, Fast and Furious movies? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, they, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's not unprecedented. And and now this is really gonna be interesting to see what they do with Carrie Fisher because they used her in, in Rogue One. And they used the other guy in Rogue One, who's been dead for a really long time. So the answer <laughs> is I
2: guess yes, they continue to exploit them. Absolutely. Why not? And you Don't know, they? look, the families are not gonna the families are gonna say, you know, let's see, will I continue to get mom's eight hundred and fifty million dollars for this part? Or will I have a... Yeah, you could sue Disney, though, if they don't pay
0: you. And that, I, I don't know if that, maybe that's the issue. Do you go ahead and pay the family and, right. well, and I think, avoid litigation?
2: Yeah, isn't... I mean, and I'm sure the Hollywood Screen Actors Guild, uh, you know, and all the Hollywood unions have some... I don't know if they sure have. what the deal is with the CGI as far as... Because uh, um, they couldn't use... Remember they had the big deal... Uh, Stu always talks about Back to the Future, where they had the guy look like the guy, and he yeah. sued and got the money. Right. Right? Because yeah. of the, the world thought it was him. Right? So you got it. And I would say, so what? It I wasn't too. you.
0: I, it that's wasn't the way I would feel, you. too. It wasn't you. So what? If, Get if, over yourself. If I'm the judge in that case, the guy gets nothing. But... It was
2: Crispin Glover or something. No way. He walks right. away, right? He yeah. won. He, won the he, he did win. And I think it was millions. Uh, so... I mean, what happens in the CGI? Do you do it? Do you do it and not pay? Do you do it, or you just write it off? It's going to be really interesting. It is. It's going to be fascinating. Star Wars is
0: supposed to continue now for a long time. Oh, you know, with JJ Abrams and, oh and Disney, and uh, they're going to keep milking this oh, thing. Oh, why not? <laughs> so, why not? Triple uh, eight seven two seven. Back more patents, Stu, with Jeffy coming up. Star
2: Wars eight hundred and fifty two mm-hmm. planet X.
0: Why not? Like you said, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Here's 10 scientifically proven ways you can stick to your New Year's resolution. Wait a minute. Scientifically proven, this is science. This is not speculation. These these have been tested by scientists. You know, it's like like the ice in the Arctic, which is going to melt. That's been specifically (laughs) tested by scientists. And they found that there is no ice any longer in the Arctic. So, gone. Gone. That's why so many Gone. people have drowned already on the East Coast. Right? If you Gone. were wondering, that's why. Um, all right. But number one, to feel, feel more fulfilled, uh, volunteer. People who volunteer as little as two hours each week report greater happiness, a sense of purpose, and increased health. I believe that's probably true, and it's scientifically proven.
2: So that'll help you keep a resolution. Volunteer. Number two. Mm-hmm. To increase discipline, reduce activation effort. I have no idea what that means. I don't understand. I'm all about reducing activation effort. Yes, altogether. no problem. The author of "The Happiness Advantage" discovered that just 20 extra seconds of activation effort, the energy it takes to get started, is enough to cause most people not to do an activity. He found that if he reduced the time it takes to do something new by 20 seconds, such as moving the guitar next to the couch instead of hiding it away in the closet, he was more likely to do it every day. Aha! Mm-hmm. So I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to keep my exercise equipment in the in the garage, covered up with a blanket, with right? Because it's too far it. to walk out there, and, and you can't you don't always take stuff off it and mm-hmm. move it and get the blankets out because have it right there you. Know there in me? Front I mean, me. I've got like a gym. Buried in my garage. Under, oh, sure. Under blankets sure you do. I'm sure you only, do. If I only would just get that stuff out of there, that would reduce my activation effort. And I could... Yeah. Uh,
0: and just 20 seconds will do it. Right.
2: Uh, Jeffy, and you'll, you'll be on your way to... A, science.
0: A healthy science, body right? in no time. Uh, number three, to, to be more creative, make art when you're happy. Right. Contrary to the popular notion that tortured artists make the best art, a recent study... In the Journal of Nature found a link between increased creativity and positive emotions. So be See? happy, and then you'll do that art project. See? Isn't that wonderful? So if your New Year's resolution is to be an artist this year, just do it when you're happy. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? <laughs> That's wonderful. Good morning, everybody.
2: Uh, number 4 mm-hmm. To be more productive. Yeah? Take more breaks. Okay. You don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. I'm taking a take break right now. Take more breaks. That's right. Do less to do more. Wow. A study in the Journal of Applied Psychology, and who doesn't have a copy of the Journal of Applied Psychology, found that frequent short breaks Mm -hmm. that begin as early as a couple of hours after you begin work are most effective Mm at refreshing employees. Mm -hmm. Overwork. Mm -hmm. Overwork, Overwork, Pat. Leads to exhaustion. If I'm not mistaken, it, you are absolutely correct, and it right. increases in, in
0: stress hormones, which can create cycles of burnout. Which is why all we're right. so burned out right now, because we've been doing this for five consecutive <laughs> hours with no breaks at all. You don't wow. know how you, you, had, you have I no mean, idea to work five hours a day. What it
2: takes out of you, you with no breaks at all. Well, I'm not, I mean, not, there's breaks. I mean, there's, there's commercial sure, breaks commercials. Sure, commercials. top count of the as a hour. Break. Bottom of the hour. But
0: really, I mean, really. I mean, we're you still know. here. Right. So that doesn't that's really right. count as a break. Number five, to experience greater happiness, travel more. Oh, right. How did I think of that. Go to Europe, you know, have some fun. Research shows we're happier when we spend our money on experiences and travel
2: versus obtaining material things. It does. So, mm-hmm. That's what it shows. Number six, to quit smoking, don't. Go at it alone. No, oh. that's silly. Also, silly. don't pick up and light a cigarette. <laughs> Try that. If you do that, you, you, know? you wouldn't have to quit. Right. Well, that'd be stupid.
0: You're right. Well, but no, but you, don't, you don't. You don't. You won't. You don't want to smoke it anymore. So you don't pick one up and smoke it. How About trying that.
2: Well, <laughs> but you're addicted. The cigarette companies have put poison. That's in there. true. Addicted your body. That's and, true. And Over a hundred different poisons. And you can't quit because they've, yeah, they've right? made you addicted. That's right, and when you quit, your body goes into so much withdrawal that so you have to, you have mm-hmm. to smoke more because mm-hmm. that's the way it is. Okay,
0: um,
2: but this <laughs> improves apparently uh, the the quit
0: rate by as much as fifty to seventy. Yeah, with, yeah. No don't
2: do it alone. Yeah, the yeah. counseling programs and the cognitive behavioral therapy are the most effective ways to ensure you can quit. Look, I now did you not, did you or did you not quit smoking recently? Big include winning off cigarettes through nicotine gum, nasal sprays, patches, or lozenges. Uh, you can Obviously, do all you that, did not successfully quit smoking. It. Is that what you're telling me? Now, what you can do, one of the I things, know that you were trying to quit smoking. Two methods together, you uh-huh. might be a mega quitter. Uh-huh. So no, you didn't quit smoking. I'm just telling you how to do this. What you want to do for New Year's is science.
0: <laughs> and they are scientifically proven. You can
2: get electronic cigarettes now.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, you can get and how the, many of those things you did some, you do to you quit smoking?
2: Some, you get some vapors, you know, you get the yeah. vapes. No, we you know what you vape. can do.
0: I'm, I'm looking for specifically what you did you know, to quit smoking.
2: I stopped smoking. Uh-huh. Well, that's what I did. I stopped smoking cigarettes now, did stop you really? smoking. Did you actually? For some time? <laughs> <laughs> for 15, 20 minutes? I, I didn't follow yeah, okay. the complete science guideline here. Good for you.
0: Way to go. Uh-huh. Until you the next year. back. Okay.
2: Here's another way. Here's another way we can
0: both enjoy. Uh, to lose weight, fight over that. stop focusing on weight. To lose weight, stop focusing right. on weight. That's, now, that's actually a good You're saying, what are you talking about, Pat? I got I to spend more money not to go bankrupt? Yeah, that's what that's I'm saying. That's exactly to you. what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Biden. Take out all the mirrors in your house. Focusing on how much you weigh can defeat the process of trying to lose weight. And I really believe this is true. Uh, according to an unlikely source, a neuroscientist, Sandra Arnaud, uh, author of Why Diets Make Us Fat, she asserts, asserts that our brains control our body weight at a set point within 10 to 15 pounds. I really think that's true, too, because if, if I just eat what I want uh, and I, I don't try to watch what I'm eating, I'll wind up at the same fatness as I always do. Within 10 or 15 <laughs> pounds. <laughs> you know? Just the same I fatness that I was yeah. at the last time. On, I stopped caring. And I just wind up... at Because the, the, my body just stops at about that point. I never get to, like, 900 pounds. I'm always around 600. Right.
2: You know what I mean? Well, that's my point, right? There is a point. There is a point. There, there is, is
0: a break point, point where your body just... You've got a certain metabolism, and your body yeah. metabolizes the fat to a certain rate. And then after that, you know... You're you're just gonna be you're just gonna be that fat. Yeah, I mean that, and unless, it takes a lot of effort to get thinner, and then right. and then if you want to stay thinner, then you have to you have to completely is, change your work. habits, and it's, it's work. work, and nobody wants to do it. It's work, but it, your body does. I think your brain really. I think she's right, and I think your brain really does kind of control uh, your your body weight. It kind of thinks you need to be a certain weight uh, because it's hardwired for survival. Brain perceives diets as a threat to survival. We and, know that. And then increases stress true. hormones, which are also linked to increased weight gain. Uh, she says to concentrate on a slow and steady regime of regular exercise, good food choices, and stress reduction. Now that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm just right now I'm just kind of paying attention to eating less. And, are you? Yes. And I'm not I'm not doing any sort of like gym stuff, like exercise. <laughs> I'm not getting crazy. But no, I'm walking is... uh, multiple times a week. I get out and walk or jog a little you need bit. Getting the cardio up. Are uh, you, are a little you, bit. Are you walking with very some, little bit? Because you oomph. know I'm I'm working into that because I'm so out of shape right now. <laughs> I don't want to keel over dead immediately. No, you'll so keel over. I'm building dog. up to that. But I I'm definitely uh, trying to watch what I eat a little bit. And and I'm just gonna not worry about it. And then over time, see what happens. Well. Actually, and you know, that's
2: good, right? I mean, I think that's so. the way it's supposed to be done. Yeah. So you're supposed to, you know, you're, it's supposed to be a slow process. And that's what she's saying. You're not supposed yeah. to, you're not supposed to, like, you didn't gain, I didn't gain the 550 pounds overnight. Mm-hmm. And but you're i are not going to lose it overnight. I want to lose it overnight. You want to, but you're not going to. And, and that's what's so disheartening.
0: And most people don't have the willpower to do what, for instance, um, uh Penn Jillette did which was to lose 100 pounds in I mean, 100 days. I I days.
2: lost over 100 pounds.
0: Not in 100 days.
2: No, uh, six months, eight, seven months, something like that.
0: Okay, so all he did it in close. about half that time. But a pound a day for a 100 days
2: is pretty impressive. Yeah, no, I mean, it, What you look, did it's was hard. impressive, too. It, it, but it, it, is I mean, hard. it is hard. It, it is hard, and there are mm-hmm. ways to do it. And the pro- one, of the, one of the ways is, is you have great success when you decide to do it and you go all in. Mm-hmm. That's the point that you win. It's hard to you get all in. in. What, correct, and then once you get all in, it's good. But you really do have to find a way to make a lifestyle change, and not fall back to the old lifestyle change, because choices do have consequences. And the choices. Thank of you,
0: Mr. Brenna Fast, good boy.
2: The choices of <laughs> hey, I will have this half it's gallon true. of ice cream. Cherry. I know that's true. Yeah. Also affect when you say no. Uh-huh. Would you say yes, it also, I mean, both sides work. Yes. It's, it's, it's amazing. That's right. And it creeps up on you. It, it's no, it's it also creeps creeps amazing
0: how just saying no to that
2: extra bowl of
0: ice cream a night or that one bowl of ice cream that you think you have to have, if you don't have it,
2: that'll make a huge difference.
0: Just not doing that. Has well, made a now huge you're difference. talking crazy. I know that. Okay. Is now crazy. you're talking. I mean, my gosh, it's crazy. Man, turn your
2: mic off. Well, you tell people not to have
0: the second well, bowl replace, of ice cream. Well, you replace. What you do is you replace the ice cream with pudding. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is better. Okay, all right. All right so you have one bowl of ice cream and then a, a, a nice helping of okay, pudding. Okay,
2: so uh, there's uh, that was number uh, number seven. Number eight, that to save more money, restrict your access. Mm. I mean, you just don't want to have access to your money. You make it harder to take out money. You save more money.
0: Yeah, eh, I don't like doing that. I don't either. I don't like doing that. Eh. That's a dumb idea. To form new habits, uh, give them more time to stick, and that—that's a good one too. Because you're gonna, there's gonna be pitfalls. Of course. You know, you're gonna stumble along. And the you've got
2: to be able, just like the, just like the weight loss, and just like everything else. I mean, there's gotta be a time that you, when you fail, and you don't. Say, oh my gosh, I failed, so I'm going to go eat three pizzas. Yeah, don't beat yourself up over it. And gain 8,000 pounds. Right. You got to be okay with it, which is what Mm -hmm. your slow process is, actually. Exactly. Be okay with it because if you're working your body properly, the day that you ate three pizzas and four gallons of ice cream, the next few days your body's going to go, dude, Mm -hmm. (laughs) easy. Mm-hmm. easy and you might but you get gotta learn to back. listen to your body you know yeah. and then
0: you have to say okay I'm not gonna do that again for a, right. a long time well, that, but that's your body telling you don't do it right. take it easy relax right And then, of course, an obvious secret here uh, to end this up. Choose a resolution that doesn't require willpower.
2: That's a good one. (laughs) That's a a good one. one.
0: (laughs) If you just want to be weak, do something that doesn't require strength. Uh, That's kind of what they're saying. The secret to successfully following through on any of these resolutions is to start with those that don't require willpower. I mean, that's
2: that's, seriously.
0: Yeah. But what would that be? Like... um, Almost everything that you want to do Has to improve some kind yourself willpower, right? involves willpower,
2: some doesn't kind. It? Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point. Even the ones yeah. with you that you're saying, I, I'm going to save 20 seconds and have the guitar next to me, which means I'll practice more and I'll play more because I don't have to go upstairs and get it out of the... That's still willpower.
0: Yeah, the ones that don't involve willpower are kind of the jokey ones like they were talking about on the radio yesterday when people called us and said, I've I resolved not to climb yeah. Mount Everest this year and yeah. every year for the last five, and that's working. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, thank you. <laughs> More Pat to you. with Jeffy coming up happy in Happy New sec. Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. I really want some ice cream. Uh, that's really helpful. I'm starving right here. Jeffy, uh, here's 25 things that turned 25 in 2017. Pretty unbelievable. It really
2: is. I was just just looking down this
0: list. uh, Thing number one, Wayne's World. Now, I can believe that because that seems like an early 90s thing, right? Yeah, it's pretty dated when you
2: see it. Pretty dated. Although... uh, pretty yeah. pretty long ago. It's been a long
0: time. It feels it yeah. feels
2: like Wayne's World was a long time ago. Cuz I don't think my kids would know what Wayne's World is. No.
0: For the most part.
2: So. No, not really and and it feels like a long. Time. I mean some of the stuff yeah. some of the stuff like uh, the first text message 25 years. That I mean, doesn't seem like that long no, ago. No it doesn't. That 25 that's different years ago than Wayne's for a text World. message. I I was not aware of text
0: messages 25 years ago. I'll say that. I I wasn't aware of them. I was aware of of uh, the What, the beeper? Where you could type in the numbers Yeah, for you hello? type in the number and... Hello? Oh, yeah, I got to check in with my service. <laughs> and then you'd have to find a pay phone and call somebody. Remember that? Yeah. But a no. text message? Barney and Friends is 25. Wow.
2: This year. 25. And, of course, we have to do the... Res- wow. We have to do the... Uh... Make sure that when we mention Barney and Friends, we have to make sure that we do the obligatory. <laughs> it's obligatory. That was filmed, filmed here, here in this building. In fact, the Barney tree <laughs> is still in the building.
0: They're okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, you, Jeffy. Uh, number four, the Mall of America is 25 years old.
2: Uh, that seems about right to me. Boy, and you know, we were just talking about this last night. My uh, The malls. The malls are, you might as well write those things off. Malls? Indoor malls, especially here, I mean, they are dying. Sorry, I haven't been one in a while. Are But uh, yes, Hmm. Uh, a couple of the malls that are close to uh, the area that I live uh, are. You give it up. Hmm. down. I I haven't been to a mall in a while, so just close them down. I've
0: got no reason to go to a mall anymore. Almost everything we buy is on Amazon now. (laughs) So no wonder the malls are going out of business. I mean, uh, my I, wife, makes sense. I,
2: I think I, I think I paid for our set from Overstock with mm. other purchases. So mm-hmm. thank you, Overstock. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. But that and Amazon, man, that's right to your house. Yeah. Why do I need to go to the mall? Uh, Cartoon Network turns 25 this year. That's pretty amazing. Yeah.
0: Wolfstein amazing. 3D. I don't know what that is. Wolfstein know. 3D. Do you know what that is? I do not. Never heard of that. I do not. The Dream Team. Yes, Come that seems man. like 25 years. That ago. seems like longer, actually. <laughs> Doctor Dre's The Chronic. I don't know what that is either. <laughs>
2: Doctor Dre's The, the chronic? chronic. I don't know what that is. Oh my God! Are we I, super on hip or what? You are. Uh, the USDA Food Pyramid. 25 years old. I thought that came out in like the 40s. I thought so. Too. <laughs>
0: Euro Disney is that still me? exist? Oh yeah. And they just
2: opened a new one right huh. in in uh, Japan? In, uh, no. Yeah. I think yeah. it was Japan. the Congo. Yes, they have the Angola? brand new in, in, in Disney Angola? Disney Angola. Angola. Yes. Disney is, Angola is uh, beautiful.
0: Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful this time of year yeah. especially. They,
2: they, started, they opened up a new section uh, just in honor of Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario Kart uh, is 25
0: years ago? Wow. IBM ThinkPad 25 years old. The JPEG file format. Send you a JPEG. Wow. How about the nicotine patch is also 25 years old. The Elvis stamp is 25 years old. What?
2: The Elvis stamp vote.
0: You like that man. It tastes like a uh, peanut butter and nanners.
3: Uh, yeah, first all, do be messing with the king.
0: Uh, yeah. The the Muppet don't Christmas Carol, 25 years old. That does seem like it's been a long time. It does. The Freddie like Mercury. It
2: What's that? I like it. I like the most. Yeah, yeah, I girl. do too. But, I mean, it does seem that old. Yeah. The Freddie Mercury tribute concert for kids' awareness or for, for AIDS, AIDS awareness. awareness. Yeah. Wow, that does that seems like longer than that ago. Sorry, about, Sorry, Freddie. But Guns and Roses, November Rain.
0: Anything Guns and Roses seems like 80s to me now. So I can believe that's at so least that would be
2: 25 years. <laughs> at least. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like
0: Guns and Roses, does that seem like today? Yes. That doesn't no, it seem does like not. today
2: to me. No way. No way. The Bodyguard. Uh huh.
0: And it's record breaking soundtrack, Pat. Jay Leno's hosting gig on The Tonight Show. Yes. Wow. Miley Cyrus. That was
2: 25 years ago, Jay yeah. Leno.
0: Miley Cyrus, apparently 25 this year. Nick Jonas. Wow. Uh, wow. A bunch of other little celebrity. Selena punks. Gomez turned 25. Wow. wow. Uh, Weezer. <laughs> um, and the joint declaration ending the Cold War. I was just going to say, the last. That were you? It, the Cold War. It feels war. like it's about time now.